0: What's happening, good people? It's your girl, Miss Keisha, with a little chat, you for <laughs> you. So check this out, people. Y'all already know. First, let's do my disclaimer, okay? So everybody's opinion counts, but the opinions of myself and those of my guests are that those of ours we are not asking you to agree but we're asking you to be respectful and be respectful to agree to disagree if we get to that point capiche capiche so i hope you guys have been doing well as we are coming to an end of the month of may swinging in the summer is warming up pulling out the shorts and the sundresses. Hey, so listen, here's my shirt for mental health. Okay. My anxiety has anxiety. So don't mess with either one of us. Okay. All right. Um, I hope everybody is taking care of their mental health on this May, 2022 mental health awareness month. Remember, take some time just for yourself. Just sit back, you know, find you a calm place, a cool place, a quiet place, and just take a moment for yourself, okay? Don't get overwhelmed. Whatever it is, it's going to be all right, all right? You don't have to fix it. You don't even have to worry about it at that moment. Just disconnect so you can find your peace and center yourself. Okay, so let's get started. Um, Today, we are continuing with our Oh, to the educator, because educators are very important, as we talked about last week, you know, they are the first line of defense, because, again, our children spend more time with more time with the educators than they do with us a lot of times. So it is important that as a community, we know what we need to be doing to support our educators to in order to support our children properly, because, again, the children are our future. Uh, We just had a great conversation about how important it is and that the children are our future. So we need to make sure that we're planting good, healthy seeds and good fertile ground. So these kids can grow up and they can make an effective change as well as being good citizens, educated, and can go out in the world and do great things. So tonight, we have another uh, educator from the great state of North Carolina. He is a eighth grade teacher. Eighth grade ELA. Eighth grade ELA at Hope County Middle School in Rayford, North Carolina. So let's give a hand to Mr. Corbett Hudson. The number one teacher in Rafer. Yeah, I'm
1: here. That's me. That is me. That's me.
0: Well, Corvette. So, as you know, as I said it earlier, so we're just gonna get into it. You know, feel free to express your opinion however you see fit because this is again, this is not a scripted show. We just talk from our heart, you know, we just talk about it, you know what I mean. All right. So tell us, you know, why you became an educator? Why was it important to you to become an educator?
1: Ooh, that's loaded. Okay. <laughs> so why I became an educator? Um, number one, I didn't want to teach first. I, I, I didn't plan on teaching. I got a job at, at the prison. I worked two years at a maximum security unit. Okay. Um, I was in college at the time. I worked two years at a maximum security. It was four tier. So that was pretty tough. And so um, i was in college at the time i was getting an english english nun teaching and i remember going to work every day and i'm like listen ugh, this ain't for me um so i was getting an english degree and i would i would i would almost question all of my inmates so i went to prison to get my fathers mm. i had 60 of them a day and so um i asked them if you could listen to one person in the world who would it be if, if uh, you know in the position that you're in right now who do you wish you had listened to and every about, let me say, out of, out of 60, at least 45 of them said my teacher. Really? At least 45 of them. Not moms, not dads, not sisters, not uncles. They said teachers. I wish I had listened to Miss Jackson. I wish I had listened to my oh, coach. Wow. Or I wish I had listened to my, so I knew at that moment I was in the right time, to- I was in the right spot. And so that's when I really went to the books and I really, and I spent those last two years questioning them. Why, why, why? And mm-hmm. they said, um, you know, it, they just had my best interest at heart. I really trusted them, um, and so after That's asking, You
0: do know that, right? Right. That is profound. Yeah. That is profound, and I hope the audience. I hope you guys realize how profound that story is.
1: Yeah, they didn't say moms. They didn't say dads, and I went back. They and said
0: their teachers. My
1: teacher. They said my teacher. And I knew at that moment, um, Mr. Hudson, you have to go to the classroom. You have to finish your English degree. Um, and so when I finished school, I lined to the classroom. I taught ninth and tenth grade first. I was at high school first. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then i Okay, well, my-
0: let's break right there. Tell us about your house, high school experience. Tell us about First, give us a, a synopsis of how your high school experience was. Then tell us how, what type of impact those children had on you, and um, what type of impact you had on them.
1: Okay. Let let from, from a teacher's perspective, we always think we need our kids. Mm-hmm. Um. We, uh. No, I'm sorry. From a teacher's perspective, we always think the kids need us.
0: Right. Okay. That wasn't my.
1: That wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't it for me. I realized teaching ninth and tenth graders, I needed my students as much as they needed me. Uh, okay. um, they taught me how to teach them. They taught me how to empathize, how to sympathize. They taught me how to be, um, I, I'm, I'm for, the, from, for lack of words, I'm gonna say how to be human.
0: Mm-hmm. My kids
1: taught me that just because you are above me does not mean that we don't suffer from the same things.
0: Right.
1: And so um, my ninth and 10th grade, I taught it, I was in Arkansas, so I'm from Arkansas originally. I taught at a, um, a low economic socio economic school mm-hmm. very low mm-hmm. um all of my kids had free lunch and that, that's how low it was yeah gotcha and so um after the my my impact on them was I, a student told me the very the, about three weeks in the school i'm teaching hard i'm teaching hard I'm, I'm getting y'all gotta get this reading we gotta get this and the student right, um, right, told right. Me, after class he, he pulled me to the side said mr hudson um i don't want to learn this and i said you don't? Uh, Is it me? He said, education has done nothing for the vernacular of my entire family. Why do I need this? Wow. My mom worked in a factory. My grandma worked in a factory. My grandfather worked in a factory. I'm going to get a factory job. And that's what I'm going to do for my life. I just need to learn how to read to work a machine. And that's when I transposed my teacher. And that's when I
0: really went to. Wow. uh, That. That just touched my soul because it's a sad day that a lot of children believe that, that they cannot be anything but a product of their environment. That there's no, you mean to tell me, because this is what I hear. There is nobody in that child's life circle that is planting a seed that there's better. Yep. You can have better. You can do better. I don't want you to do and be a part of what you see. I want you to do better. Yeah, okay, and, I, just, I just had a moment, go ahead, I'm sorry. And
1: when he said that to me, I knew at that moment I really had to teach him what linguistics meant. That this language that I teach and this, how this affects you. All of my ball players, I did an experiment. I said, okay um y'all just want to learn how to read right y'all just want to learn how to read and write okay so i'll teach that i drafted a contract took it to class and i said all of you guys will make a hundred thousand dollars a year now you know i said a hundred a hundred is not a word
0: no it's not no no i mean it depends on who you're talking to but go ahead i I got it mr Hudson. i got it
1: so i drafted a contract and i gave it to him and the first week they get contracts, they work, they, they they work the field that week, they come back and get a check. So I printed mm-hmm. out my checks, I'm writing my checks. And I said, Well, sad day that all of y'all think you're gonna get so we already no, picked our houses, they're gonna buy their houses. So it was an experiment. So they picked our houses and bought cars and so they had their little their little experiments. They had everything mm-hmm. they had, did all the research. And when I gave them uh, a, a check that says zero, they said, Why are you giving us checks that say zero? I said, because you said you wanna make a hundred thousand dollars and that's what you is not a number that's and right. this is why reading is very critical and it's very important right. not that you learn it for you but you learn it to feed your family mm-hmm. not that you learn it for you you learn to feed the people who come behind you right. not that you learn it just for you because you're planting a seed that's right. going to uh a, a longevity you want right. longevity and so that's what my kids that was an eye-opener for some of them my ball players was like Dang, I have never seen it like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. That you don't know. I mean, know how I, I
1: wouldn't have never thought that I mean absolutely That's a
0: theory parents can use on their kids.
1: Absolutely. You know, and then, when, and then some yes. kids and some kids that, that got the hundred right, I took 45% of their salary. I mm-hmm. said, Well, here's your check. And they were like, You said a hundred thousand dollars. I said in your contract, it stated that you paid me 40%. I don't know what that means. I said you didn't ask, right, you just right. signed it. So that's you just my heard the dollars. Absolutely. And,
0: and that was it.
1: And so I think that after that, that's how I grasp those kids. I use the the ideology and the philosophy that they, that the societal norms that I grew up in, I use them to manipulate their thinking into the next level. And those kids, all those kids I taught um, graduated just a couple of weeks ago. And they called me asking, what, was I coming? And I Aww. just, I just couldn't get there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I I plan on seeing them later on in life. I, I'll, I'll get to them one by one. I promise. I promised them I would. But those kids graduated and um, they all sent me like thank you letters on Facebook mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, thank you um, for for everything you taught us, everything you showed us. Uh, I'm a legacy lever. I'm a legacy builder. That's why I teach. And th- the impact they had on me, they right. taught me how not just to be a teacher, but how to be an uncle, how to be a cousin, how to be a daddy, how to be a brother, how to be a sister, how to be an auntie. Those. Yeah, kids taught Yeah. 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 That's so good. How to how to lean and not just some because some days I just needed them. You know, so some days I needed them. I I, right, I right. I'm like I'm the smartest in this room. Yes, Mr. Hinton, you are the smartest in this room, but these kids give you life, these
0: are right. your legacy right. They're they the legacy. They have the fuel them. that Absolutely. gets you going. Absolutely. And you know, it's so I mean, it's got to be something because Aaron said the same thing. Aaron said that his children taught him how to teach them and that you know they uh they taught him that just be human like we don't you know we don't need we just need you to be regular basically and to go back to i'm still stuck on that um because you see you got me scratching my head lord um i am still stuck on that experiment because you know what else that because we don't teach our children, this is another thing: the difference between wealth and riches. It's a yes, difference. It a is a difference. difference between wealth and riches. We should not be focusing on dollars and cents. That is not wealth. Wealth is a state of mind.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, 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 Miss Keisha, let, let, let's talk about education because education is the way to freedom. W- right. The Absolutely is the way to freedom, and so um freedom is not just money Um, right and we associate because we've been taught we've been taught and um acclimated to believe that um if i have money i'm free yeah if i if i can just get um some jays a gucci and a dior bag um then somebody will look at me as if i'm free or if i could just if i could just get a bentley or a rose rose um by any means necessary, that that's my way to right. wealth, that's right. my way to success, and that's not it. Education is the way to freedom. The more right. I know, and what that means is, a educated mind cannot be manipulated. And, uh, and so, the more I know, the less you can manipulate me with. And that's on all spectrums. If you give, if I learn the language, I master the law.
0: Mm, that's <laughs> if good. If you
1: understand the language, you master the law. Any law. Um, right. Right. And 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 that's for every action as an opposite and equal.
0: And right, when you right, understand
1: right. that in education, when you understand that in finances, when you understand that in legislation, when you learn that in declaration, when you learn that in history, math science, English, and social studies, that whatever I put out I get back. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if I really work, if I really work these twelve years, I really, really work, I, I I can I can get to the next level. And so when I came back down to eighth grade, just like Mr. Bowen, I ain't teaching no eighth grade. I don't wanna when I went back down to eighth grade. I soon discovered, I soon discovered um, those kids are just like high school kids. You you think so? Because that was going
0: to be my next question. What was like the difference between, because I know Aaron said um, he loves the fact that he can still mold them as middle schoolers. And I can understand that because, you know, he was like, you know, they haven't really learned too many bad habits. So you, you still have that opportunity to mold them. Versus when you get in high school, you know, they smell in they cells and they figure they got it all figured out. So, you know what I'm saying? So how how do, how do you see that? You know,
1: Well, the solution is the the, the I, I can't guarantee a hundred percent solution when I can't say I'm a 50 50 scale that every student likes structure. Mm-hmm. If I if I supply you with structure, I can mold anything. See, Marlon King talked about what is your blueprint? Right. And your right. blueprint first is self confidence, mm-hmm. and so if that's I instill good. something inside of you that promotes accountability, productivity, no matter if you're 96, if I instill something in you that that acquires, um, that I, I first, in order to make a mold, you got to set it, right?
0: And right. So
1: I when when I get a chance to to mold your intellect, mm-hmm. um, that's why I love teaching English. There's not a subject I can't discuss. I can I can take any subject and and embed it into the English language arts. You can, and I yeah, I can, teach okay. it because it's just it's linguistics and right, and right, right. And English is the law. English is history,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so a lot of those kids now the, it's subject to the community you live in, But Miss, okay, let me back up. Okay, so let me, let me, yeah, because you know
0: I'm getting ready to jump to this whole community
1: <laughs> thing. Let me go left for a second. Okay. Um, we teach our kids. This is the reason why my kids, and and I'm talking about my kids. The reason why my kids believe in high school that 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 they are who they are, is because they're taught that from home. In four years, you're getting out. So when you teach a child that, when you embed that into a child's head, when he get in ninth grade, he believe I only have three years left, and and I got to get everybody. I got to get. I got to get you right. I gotta get you right. I gotta get you right. And if you don't do what I tell you to do, if you if you don't do it the way I like it, I gotta so would they spend those last three years of high school really trying to assert themselves. Right. When if we right, tell them, okay. listen, you don't have to you, you you got five years, baby. You got six years, you you you're not leaving mama's house till you get ready, you ain't leaving right, right, daddy's right. house till 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 you get ready to leave, those kids will stop trying to assert themselves wow. to, in the ninth grade as a ATC. I I I was also a deputy sheriff at a jail. You um, just I a did, jack of all trade. I huh? did that for one oh, man, year. I worked for a Senator.
0: America.
1: Listen, I worked for Senator Stephanie Flowers. Y'all look around. I worked for the Senator Stephanie Flowers in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, I, 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 in college, I was I worked for the the Chancellor of Academic, uh, the Chancellor of Finance Administration. So I had people in my corner. Right,
0: um, right, and, and that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. It, it, you know the <laughs> future. You got to build relationships, absolutely. That's good. <laughs> relationships are very important, no matter what yes. your profession is. Relationships are important,
1: relationships are the foundation. Yes, and so when we tell our kids stuff like, Oh, you you leaving at 18, they spend those last three years trying to assert that because you told them that from home. Mm. And so, because you told me that I have to perform, or I'm, I'm gonna sink or swim, and I'm gonna perform in given, it, given the floor. I'm gonna perform. If right, you right. give a kid the floor, they are gonna perform because yeah. you. That's anybody. Know, Eminem said, "You only got one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow." And they listening to that. And so mm-hmm. I, this one shot, I'm gonna give Mr. Hudson. I'm gonna I'm gonna give my all I got. I'm gonna go ahead and show after that because I only got three more years. And now, because I, I in three years I'll be nobody because I haven't planned for it. Nobody give me a blueprint. I don't have Man. anybody to call. I don't have any relationships built. Um, my, my coach is looking for the next star. He ain't really studying me because my behavior is so bad. And so we mm-hmm, tell kids mm-hmm. that we we set them up. Wow. Yeah. I,
0: never, I never thought about it like that. Wow. We set them up. Like we that is them. profound. And, and it's not, you know, a lot of times we look at, oh, they act out because, you know, they can't catch on. Or maybe they, they you know, they don't understand the curriculum. But it could be something completely, exactly. I mean, just words you know, seeds that we are planting.
1: Words have power,
0: Yes, presence,
1: and prophetic implication. Mm-hmm. That means if words have power, I can tell you what I want you to do and it's going to come to pass. Right. They have prophetic implication because you prophesying over somebody else's mm-hmm. life without even uh, with a negative or positive Right, right. You, 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 and you don't know who you're raising. And I say this all the time. Sometimes we have to be careful because sometimes the child we're talking to may be bigger than the womb it came from. So mm-hmm. what you're talking to
0: ah um, that's, that's good that's, that's,
1: that's oh that's you're it. just
0: dropping all these nuggets
1: absolutely i have to be careful because the child that i'm talking to may be the next archbishop but because i'm talking to him as if he's a street sweeper he's going to perform on that level and mm-hmm. so um I, that's good I, I, that's good i have to be as a teacher and teacher sometimes we have to relax i did a, a my last um When I was in grad school in Arkansas, before I came to grad school here, my um, thesis was on um, the decline of parental involvement. And you're going to get to that.
0: Let's go there. Let's go there. All right.
1: So the decline of parental involvement from K through six is Mm -hmm. up. And from uh, seven through 12, it kind of goes down. Well, it has nothing to do with it has little to do with SES, which is social economic status. Has a little bit to do with the community. Has a little yeah. bit to do, but everything to do with how oh teachers, how teachers talk to those parents on the telephone, because okay. parents help
0: me to understand that.
1: Okay, so parents base when you were in school, you're going to base your adverse experience. Like Dr. Nadine Burke Harris talks about the adverse effects of childhood trauma, the parents are basing um, the way. My high school or my middle school experience was I'm not going to the school because the teacher treated me like trash. So I'm not going back in that same field of study. So you can keep doing it to me over and again because Mm -hmm. the adverse effects of child trauma. So I have post-traumatic stress disorder from dealing with my teachers. I'm not going to deal with my son's teacher. I'll let grandma go handle it. I'll let uncle them go handle it. Mm -hmm. And so because and so as teachers, we really have to be careful when we call. We got to say one thing positive. And finish the rest. You know, we got to say one thing positive and finish the rest. Hey, well, this is what they did this week. You know, they did really good this week. But last week, he cut up bad.
0: Mm-hmm. We got to say
1: one thing positive. Because when you say that one thing positive, that parent goes down. they rate I go, whoop. OK, so I'm doing the parent. The parent automatically assumes I'm doing something right. He did good last week. I'm doing right, something right, right. right. But when you get on the phone and say, hey, Miss Keisha, Jordan ain't did nothing in my classroom. I've asked her six times to put herself on the way." Automatically automatically their parent says, I'm not a good parent. Mm-hmm. Expe- based off of their childhood trauma, has nothing to do with you, has nothing to do with them. It's their adverse effects of their childhood trauma. The trauma, we're bringing up that trauma again. So as teachers, we really have to back off and say, listen, how are you this week? You know, you, let, let's talk about what we can do to improve. Because let me say this, that child belongs to the community. That's right. that's our child. So right. I, I tell teachers all the time, when, when i tell parents all the time when you call a teacher about a student you tell the teacher well um um i'm calling you i'm miss uh miss johnson i'm calling you about our son paul see paul spend more time with you than he spent with me that's so right that's right fix, so so how can we fix Paul together because right. i'm gonna help you like you're gonna help me and we really have to build that communal relationship right. that community relationship and when teachers start taking responsibility For their children and stop imposing infractions on on parents who are just working, who are trying to go to school, who trying to climb out of the gutter. They because they trying to climb out of the gutter, but we won't allow them to climb out of the gutter because they 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 may have chose the wrong baby father.
0: Right.
1: Or the the, the child may not be understanding. it, it, It may be a small misunderstanding. And so that parent is really trying to make it through life. And we cannot impose that childhood trauma. And so. Right. The, the And you know,
0: that's so crazy because, you know, just uh, bringing it home with me. Because like my daughter, I can be like, oh, Dominique, you know, just realize, no, that's my child. They're going to be doing my childhood. <laughs> and then, you know, when you said that, and I was, I used to do the same thing with them. You yeah. know, I used to do yeah. that. Who who said what? I'm on my way. You know, she, you know, they knew, let me just call my mom. (laughs) She did what? She said what to you? Oh, ain't nobody talking to my child like that. You know, knowing that I know, knowing that my child got a smart ass mouth, you know, she talk all the time, but you, you say something sideways to my baby. You, you not up, my child is not here for you to chastise her. She You know, but now having you said that, And then like at the time, because I was, uh, you know, I was really at the epitome of my, uh, you know, the highest point of my career in the military when Dominique and Dante were like in high school. So I wasn't as present as I should have been. You know, I left it up to them to be responsible, which was awful. Do not do that. You hear me? That is bad parenting. Do not do that. Okay. It is not good. Okay. Because again, we can't put the responsibility solely on the educators. Like it is not okay. Even, I mean, I know you got to work. I know you got to provide for the family, but it is not okay. You have to figure it out do not do that that is not okay because now hindsight is 2020 i wish i would have made time um to sit down with my children like it was important for me to sit down with dominique and dante on the weekends and have family time like we would eat family dinner but if i would have put that same effort into when i get home what you know? What went on in school today? We had those conversations, or are you having? You know, did you do your homework? Let me see. Look, if I woulda, you know, I just, and that's just me, me being accountable for myself. And I, I, I love that. Like I feel like you know that is where I felt my kids at. You know, and and I mean, you know, they're grown now, and you know they're doing anything they or whatever, but you know, I know that that is a place that I felt my kids at, and and I see goes back to that trauma i see that my daughter is you know she really challenges my granddaughter and then when my granddaughter because my daughter teaches at the school where my granddaughter goes to so when they try to get home and do schoolwork you know journey's like well you off why well, i can't be off you know like why we got Did yeah, we do that too, you know? so she has more of a challenge with journey because you know Journey knows she's in the other room teaching class, you know. So she's like, so she so like I can go there and and we'll do the flashcards. And my granddaughter, she'll call off the words, she'll call off the shapes she'll call off the colors. And my daughter be like, Why you can't do that? When when me and you do it, you know. And I told her, I said it's it's a different dynamic because she she knows if she comes out of that classroom with her class and pass by that classroom, your classroom, her mom's right there. So when y'all get off of work. You know go home you know in her mind like school is over me and mama at home why are you who, who yep. wants? you know i mean granted she's in um she's getting ready to go to pre-k but you know and i told my daughter i said you have to be patient with her into teaching her that it still continues she's yes. at that age where you're not going to sit with her for an hour drilling her on you know yep. flashcards or whatever she's not going to pay attention that long no. and so she's getting you know she's getting it now that she can't teach her daughter like she teach her children and so but i see that trauma because i used to be cuckoo about my kids too but at the same time when they come home i wasn't there giving them parental guidance so mm-hmm. it was like you know, what what, what I what I'm what was I really showing him? You know that I'ma act crazy if somebody says something to you, but yep. you know you ain't did your homework. But don't worry about it. You know, so, <laughs> right? You know what i mean? Yeah. And so yeah. listen, that is not good parenting, y'all. That is that is not good parenting for. And this is me. This is me. OK, let learn from my mistakes. That is not good parenting. I mean, I understand because I was a single parent, too. So I get it. I get it. it is not enough hours in a day. But you have to find that time. They have to understand how important education is. They have to understand that.
1: Education, um, not only um, not education, not only produces freedom, but education is it's the is an avenue we take to expel how we really feel um, emotionally and intellectually. We get to expel how we feel using our emotions, but we, even, we, we exercise an intellect that goes along with our emotions. So we're, we don't come off overbearing, um, so we don't come off in a way that, um, like we do all the time, like history has painted us, we always come off belligerent. We always come off ignorant right. because we never learn how to read. And so right. education is is the avenue. I'm not saying everybody has to be a philosopher. Right, I'm right, not right. saying everybody has to be a doctor. We need street sweepers. Martin Luther King said, if you're going to uh, sweep the streets, you need to be sweep the them best. like Aristotle wrote books. You, you hear me? You need to sweep them like Beethoven played the piano. If you're gonna, if you're Whatever you do, be the best at what That's you do. That's right. And so... Uh, my kids say all the time, you need to be a motivational speaker. I say all the time, my kids all the time, listen, I am your motivation. I am your speaker. I speak for you. Um, I, I speak to you in ages. I don't speak to you now. I speak to your, your forever. Right, I'm, right. I'm not That's speaking to you just today. Um, I have a quote in my classroom I wrote. I said, um, uh, you know, tomorrow doesn't like you, neither does today. But here I am right now. What are you going to do with me right now? That's
0: good. That's yes. good. Step you now, be. who you are yeah, right my, now.
1: Absolutely. And so, you know, just um uh what was the topic we were on? I forgot that. Face.
0: Oh, we don't went way off. Don't worry about it. Listen, let's talk about this. How about talk to me about social influences. How do you deal with that with your children?
1: Social influences. Well, I'm the biggest social influence in my classroom, I like to believe. However, I do understand that socially things exist. I remember, oh. oh, prime example, here we go, right here. Socially, I was teaching pronouns. They, them, we, us, you know, now in the, the LGBT movement, you can't say they and them and make it plural. Right, It has to be singular. I told my kids, I said, let me tell y'all something. I teach a doctrine. I teach a doctrine, I teach a doctrinated subject that is has full legality um, to steer the direction of, of populations and masses of people. I I don't teach to your social scientific theories because right now what y'all doing is practicing. And so all the social factors- Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. Practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Period. As my grandbaby would say,
1: period, period. (laughs) And so how do I deal with those? Of course, there's drugs and alcohol in our Mm -hmm. neighborhoods, in our communities. Um, I see it every day. I see it every day on the faces of my kids um I, I i i i see it every day how do i deal with it i i attack it um, because i worked at the prison because i was deputy sheriff of the jail thank you for your service i did nine years in the arkansas guard um, um i uh, i like to attack things um right in the face and so if i see a kid i know struggling with something i usually pull that kid let, let's get. I, I want to have a conversation now. Whether you open up to me about it or not is up, up to you, but I'm gonna say what I gotta say because mm-hmm. that's my duty, my obligation. And 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 teachers, we don't see this too socially. See, teachers can ruin a lot of this social stuff if we told kids the truth. Um, and and I say this all the time it's important that a teacher does not become a parent, but you stay a teacher because yes. I, have, I have totality, I have yes. influence when I stay a teacher. See, I parents learn how to manipulate parents daughters learn how to manipulate fathers early sons know how to manip- manipulate, moms early. That's why it's important. I don't become your mom. I don't become your dad. I stay a teacher. Right. right. So when keep I get balance. Teacher, absolutely. When I stay in the teacher lane, I can say stuff. Your mom and I say and make it make sense to you. Or I can mm-hmm. say the same thing. Your mom said in a different way. And it's going to make double sense to you because she, my mama said that, yes, of course she said it. And now I'm telling you again. And so back to the prison, my inmates told me, my teachers, the reason why they said they're teachers was because intellectually, they heard their mom say it. They heard dad say it. But yeah, but they will not be listening you know, to us. Absolutely. and ab- Well, it's not, they're not listening. It's not in the country. They think
0: that we are telling them because we don't want them to enjoy whatever it is. Absolutely. We're trying to take the fun, fun suckers. I,
1: yeah, yeah, you, you're right, mom. I don't have kids, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And so when mom say something, I ain't listening to that. Uh, hey, <laughs> Um. Hey, Linda. That's my church member from Arkansas. How are you? <laughs>
0: so, hey, Miss Linda from Arkansas.
1: <laughs> so listen, and and uh, um, so when I and, and I had a and, and side note, I had a lot of influential people in church.
0: I I, I don't think we the community we, goes yeah, back yeah. to the community. It takes a village. Yeah, yeah. We have to get involved. I that's said it. this last week, and I probably said it twenty times since I've had this podcast. We pull together when something goes wrong. Why we can't pull together all times, maintain a balance, and build our community up?
1: Well, I think we have to identify what community is. And I think we have to define what a community is. Because C-O-M means to grow with, cone and come means to grow with. If I compact something, that means I'm sticking it all together. Mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm, I'm building it up uh construction workers work in the construction zone because they're building with something and i think a lot of times we have nothing to deal with so we we say community and we say village um and then we start saying these things and then there, there's no real it's all on a technical it's just
0: just it's a uh, um a facade. A got, go ahead that is
1: there it yeah is. and so when when i when i identify community so th- and miss, miss keisha this is what we did in education we took the community out of Education when we started letting these schools crossbreed. Mm-hmm. See, you wonder how you did something at school and they ain't had no cell phones back in the day, no telephone. They only had a house phone before you got home. Everybody in the church knew. Everybody, everybody knew. See, <laughs> <On the street>, do <laughs> what you did. And everybody. your mama was at work. <laughs> your uncle knew. Everybody knew. Everybody because- knew. Absolutely, that's because the genitals at the school went to your church or was a part of the the the, the sisterhood ministry. Ooh, that we that
0: remember them days. Absolutely,
1: Ooh. and mm-hmm. so we've lost that when we, when all these schools start co mingling. You better not say it to my kids. You better not say it to my kids. Yeah, and that pro- that produces that produce that that produce mass distractions. That's yep. when the drugs come in. Um, the, the weapons of mass distraction are, are alcohol, drugs, um, not having a father in a home, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of us suffer from that. Um we were never debriefed from slavery. We really don't know what slavery did to us. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things that we don't know that did to us, but what I do know is this I do know we can't show up and talk. We can show up and say something. We can right. show up in our communities and, right. and spend 15 minutes with these kids outside of schools, keep them right. We can put together um, we can we can we can all get together. We we spend this money on the weekends at the club. We can at least put a basketball court up in the neighborhood so right. we can have a place to That's go. Absolutely to meet these right. Kids you are absolutely right. We can, We can, you know, drop a swimming pool in somebody's backyard in the neighborhood. Maybe Sister Ancy, who really love the kids, who we know ain't nothing going to go foul in her house. Hey, Sister right. Ancy, would you watch the kids? We'll drop a swimming pool in your backyard um, for you to watch our kids on, you know, Monday through Friday. Bring the kids, invite the kids over. So that has somewhere to go. Right. You know, we take right. A safe take zone. Yeah, absolutely. A safe um, I, zone. We can put up a, we can put up a, a library. Uh, uh, somewhere in somebody's right. house where the kids go and check out books. So this right. is the answer. Have you saw my son today? Yeah, Barbara, he came up and checked out three books for me today. Um, I want my books back next week now. You know, I just stuff like that. So, Yeah, yeah. She, A safe zone. Because I'm
0: telling you what, wh- I remember um, when we lived in uh, Rafer, my neighbor I, well, at one time I thought he liked uh, his name was Cop, And I, they were all in high school together. I thought he liked Dominique. No, his father worked all the time and his mother worked all the time. Then I worked all the time. So, him and Dominique and Dante used to have, I would literally come in my house and Kyle would be sitting in the family room watching TV. And I'd be like, Where Dominique and Dante at? And he'd be like, I don't know. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean because they could he could have been out doing so many other Anything, things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you you want to create that safe zone. And like I said last week, you know, I know in our in my hometown in South Carolina, like our high school is really our safe zone. And you know, a lot of my classmates still live in our hometown and their children go to all the schools that we went to and you know, even if you're your your kid doesn't play any sports we still support the community still support that's what it's all about when we have when we have homecoming like like the whole town is shut down we have parades and barbecues and all it's it's just us getting together you know camaraderie showing support my little johnny done moved on Put on a uniform, going. To, I don't have no little Johnny, but I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna support. Yep. You know, my my classmates' child out there. You know, I'm rooting for all of them because that makes a difference. Even if, what about that child on that field that his parents? is out there working Absolutely. because they fell in that same spot that I did, but I'm rooting for number three, you know, because I know his mama and I know him and I know his mama is at work. So I'm out here rooting for him. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. So it's, it's things that we can do to bring the community back, to Together. recreate the, the village, but we gotta be willing to do it. You know, you just can't listen. Learn from my experience. You just can't send these babies to school and then you got a little money
1: now. Yeah, you you got a little money now. You can just sit in the school and they, they, yeah, no, you just can't do that.
0: Just you just (laughs) can't do that. And it's, 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 where they've been in school all day, right? Point. Now you need to pick up where the teacher dropped off. Absolutely. Not just feed them and go to bed. Like if I could do it over, I really would. But The the biggest thing that I want to get out to school age kids, parents is you have to find time you because when they see that it's important to you, it becomes it becomes important to them. You got to plant the seeds. You got to fertilize the soil if you want to produce something good like you have to. You got to be a part. And it's not always, you know little johnny want the new jordans that's coming out but little johnny grades suck no you know just because they turn 16 years old they don't need no car you know what i'm saying like don't force a child to go to school when you you have to be honest with yourself you wasn't pushing that child like you should have and so now education is not as easy to them so yep. now let's not push them to a four year degree to go and mess up somebody money let's push them to go get a trade yes but whatever they do we're going to push them to be the best that they can be absolutely but it starts with us it, I mean it definitely starts with us it definitely definitely starts with
1: and, us and, and Miss Kitchen, we also say that we say it takes a village it does. Uh, and that comes from an African proverb that we never really broke down. And so a lot of uh, a lot of times we misconceive it because it takes a village was actually an African proverb that said, once a man has become of age and has shown himself worthy, mm-hmm. that he's capable of entering into manhood. We then, as a community, sent him on a mission to do something. That mission could be school. That mission could be the military. That mission could be something of importance that brought back equity to our community as a a people. So once he brings that equity back to our community, then we then in turn give him free will to spend time um, with a nice conservative young lady in the neighborhood or in our community, they build a family together. Then he goes off on mission again. And once he comes back and proves himself worthy, then if something were to happen to him on the way away, then the village raises his child. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people that all the time, like that village is the foundation. It's the mere foundation. And when you do not establish that foundation, that village, we look for everybody to be that village. We look for welfare to be that village. Mm -hmm. We look for Mm -hmm. some security to be that village. We look for all these other extra when no, 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 we have to do
0: the village we right, got, you gotta that it is shit. our job, absolutely. You got to we have to plant shit. the seed, we have to put good fertilizer. It and it's, it's no, you know, years ago, many years ago, um, I heard a story told about um, planting the seed of faith. Like it's not going to happen right away. Nothing happens right away. And it's, it's just like when you plant a seed because you want it to produce whatever it is, if potatoes, collards, whatever. You It starts with a seed and you have to plant it deep in the ground. You, it's not going to produce a good bounty if you don't plant it deep in the ground. But yes, when it's, you're fertilizing it, and you watering it and you making sure it gets the right amount of sunlight guess what it's gonna spout up but then it's not gonna be strong when it spout up it's not gonna be as strong as it's supposed to be or, or or how it's gonna be when it's full grown
1: you gotta brace it. The
0: wind is gonna the weather, it's just gonna be it's gonna be torn and blown. Yes. But guess what you still gotta do? You That's still gotta good. make sure yes. it got the right amount of fertilizer. That's good. You That's still good. gotta water it. You yes. still gotta make sure it gets it all the, and guess what? Until it's fully grown and mature, then it can take care of itself.
1: Absolutely. And it's the and
0: same we, thing. It's the absolutely. same thing with the village. We gotta do the same doggone you. thing. The and same can, thing,
1: and we cannot plant it on stony ground. No,
0: we it, cannot, because it, it is not
1: going to not produce a bounty. Yeah, it. it. no, it's grow. So a man sow it. so yeah, shall he, he reap? So if you if you know you ain't put, and, and that's educate to, And I say that I was like, go ahead, because you're gonna say something. This was gonna be good. Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead.
1: I'm listening. Uh, I'm listening. Come on, come on. <laughs> and so you know, so a man soweth, so he reap. And so we in the classroom, I'm always sowing. I'm always sewing. I'm always sewing. I'm always sewing. I'm always sewing. And I tell my kids all the time, listen, if you listen to me, I can take you places. If you listen to me, I can I can take you to the next level. If you just mm-hmm. listen to me, the problem is uh the, the, the one thing about prayer is prayer is not how well you speak, it's how well you listen yep. after you say what you gotta say. And so I it's like a teacher. The teacher is silent during the test. That's right. I don't say nothing during the test because I expel everything I have. In the, in the preparation of this seed. We got EOG's coming next week, and I tell my kids all the time, listen, I got them going through these. They're like, why we gotta do these worksheets? Why we gotta keep answering these questions? Because I'm prepping the seed. That's right. If you can answer the questions I'm giving you, and I see you can answer them, during the test, I have full faith I can be quiet. That's I don't, right. I don't have to uncover or chastise you, or I don't have to remind you what it is because you've been through enough practice. And just like that seed, and with the social these social influences, we yeah, have, that's what I was
0: getting ready to go to next. Yeah. How, with the social influences, how do you combat that? Like, you know, social media and rap music and you know Instagram bodies and well, PBLs and all this other
1: eight eight hours a day, Miss Keisha, I am the influence. That's me. So you get to watch me for eight hours. And so um you get to see what what it looks like. Right, um, and, the reality. and I think I thank God for Mr. Bowen. Let me tell you, I thank God for Bowen because kids get to see a social media side and they get to see mm-hmm, a real life mm-hmm. side. And when Mr. Bowen says, Hey, I'm Mr. Someone you should do this, I'm like, Okay, Mr. Bowen, I got Mr. Bowen, my chair, he's the chair of eighth grade, so I, I work right up under Mr. Bowen. And so I get the cha- I get an opportunity to see somebody who has really, you know, who is really growing, someone who's really uh, Bowen is he's he's Bowen is boundless, like he. Is the exemplary black man. He he is exemplary. Like he does everything with all just spontaneity and he does everything. He is not, he is, he's just so moving. And so (laughs) kids listen, kids get to see that in the classroom. Right, right. And so I'm so happy that, and so when it comes to social, the, the, the social influences, I am your social influence. Right. I don't right, come right. drunk. I don't come high. Right. Don't you smoke, don't, don't need don't all
0: drunk. that. I'm I, showing you, you don't need all that. Absolutely. The reality is good enough.
1: And I showed them that I'm human. And I'm not afraid to apologize when I'm wrong. Right. And I showed them what it's like to be wrong sometimes. Uh, one student came to my classroom this morning. I, re- I really yelled at her. Um, uh, You know, um, don't come in here stop doing that and you know it hurt her feelings but I'm not I'm not above apologizing right hey right. you know I'm sorry you know this and that's morning, so great
0: that was another point that yes. Aaron had yeah. that's another point yes. point. and that is like you guys don't know how important it was to me when I thought about okay I want to highlight educators you know I really want to do this and I immediately thought of Aaron I was like, OK, Aaron, you got any friends, you know, because I feel like, it, you know, it's all about connections and I know who and how Aaron is. So if if it's someone that he can refer to me, I know, you know, it's if they're connected to him, you know, yeah. there is the same quality of person Absolutely. and to highlight young black men, you know, um, and, and how you guys are influencing and interjecting and connecting with these kids like it is phenomenal it is i wish i wish i kind of wish a little bit that i could send my kids back to school but then (laughs) that means i would have to go back with them so and then
1: then listen miss keisha because we are that one percent of the population
0: yes yes very much so
1: because we are that one percent we really have to show them what it looks like. Yes. Even yes. when they go home and see something totally opposite. We have to show them what it looks like. And 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 I, I say this and I say this emphatically and I say this all the time to to my kids. That's nothing I'm saying to you. My kids won't know. If my kids see this image they're gonna be like, oh, he tell us that all the time. <laughs> it's just redundant to them. <laughs> and,
0: and that's but, awesome.
1: <laughs> and like I, I I I find myself most of the time. I find myself driving down the road thinking about stuff I said to my kids mm-hmm. and really being convicted. Like you need to go and apologize. And so the next day I find myself apologizing and showing them how human I am. And so I have one student. She really, t- every time this student really touches my heart because she has been through so much. she be in eighth grade. Mom been locked up. Daddy been locked up. She'd been separated from my brother. And and, and so, um, I tell her, I told her one day she was, I'm tired of this. I want to give up. You know, she went to custody. She went on the rant. I told her, I said, listen, because you've seen everybody in your family fail over and over and over again. You're about to repeat that cycle. And she like, boom, like she broke down. She was like, I know, I know. i never seen it like oh. that. I said, because you've seen everybody in your family give up, this is not the moment right. for you to quit. If you quit, you become everything that you yeah. don't want to be. Yeah. The moment you stop, and the moment I stop teaching, the moment I stop being human, the moment I, I and I tell them, my, my kids tell you all the time, my favorite three quotes, have you been to college? Have you wrote a book? And how many degrees do you have? <laughs> That's my favorite thing to ask them. Because when I say that to you, I want you to I, I want you to strive. Miss Tucker right, told me. Right. My high school teacher told us that. That's why I got it from. Melba Tucker, my favorite my high school math teacher. She told me one day, I was acting up in her classroom. She said, Mr. Hudson, how many books have you written? <laughs> I said, none, Ms. Tucker. She said, how many colleges have you attended? I said, none. She said, how many degrees do you have? I said, none, Ms. Tucker. She said, one day you understand why I asked you those questions. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she asked me those questions was because one day I wanted to be able to say, how many books have you written? That's right. That's right. How many colleges have you attended? And, or how many trade schools have you been to? Or, or what do you do in your life? And so I challenged my kids. because so There's a big post in my classroom, Miss Keisha. With all my degrees on it, my kids be like, "Take that down! Take that down! <laughs> this your motivation." <laughs> yeah, and so they, my kid, but my kids know after Mister Hudson finishes real estate school this summer, right? Um, I'll be finished. I'll be done my master's next summer. I'll be finished real estate school this summer, and I'm going to law school. My kids are able to walk in the classroom and look at my goals. That's
0: good. My
1: kids are able to walk in and see what it looks like to be planning for the next level. Right. So when my kids get in a state of mind where they get stumped. They can say, "This one, Mr. Huston did." They 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 have a they have a picture of it. It's, it's on the wall. So right. They can see, right. Listen, I got to put this down. So my principal came in. She said, "I like that. I want you to get every kid one. I want you to I want you to I want you to um I want you to get some cardboard paper, and I want you to let the kids make their goals. What's their next mm-hmm, step? Mm-hmm. Where they going next? If they go to a trade school, or are they going to college? What they gonna do next?" And I was like, "Wow, that is so moving." And so before my kids leadership, they got to do that. You are gonna tell them where you are going next? And so when we start as educators getting in the classroom, WB Du Bois said education must not simply teach work, it must teach life.
0: That's good. What,
1: what that means is education must not simply teach kids how to go to work, but teach life. If I'm not right. teaching life, principles, life right. concepts, life ideas. right? See, when we said we, had, we must obey the laws of the land. Those laws of the land are not stop signs, police. Those right, laws, are the, right, those laws right. of the land are graphic, Absolutely, absolutely. Inertia, science, and because those are the only laws, scientific laws are the only laws that when violated. They come through the immediate response. If that plane is too heavy, it ain't coming off the ground. And if it does, it's a immediate reaction. We have to teach kids that they got to be in bedding. If I don't plan this way, if that's I don't right. do it this way, that's, that's going right. to be a immediate reaction. If right. I, if it, I can mess this up. But right. I, I got to be able to accept the company. But I
0: just got to keep going.
1: Yes. Yes. I yes, got to keep going. Yes. And if I can live through this moment, I can get through so many more. That's my, right. My kids that's say, good. "Why are you so hard on us? Why are you so hard on us?" I said, "Because I want you to go the next. Te- the next teacher may not like you, but I want this. Is what I want you to have in your head: I got through Mr. Hudson's classroom. It's yep. a class I can't handle. That's yep. that's why I'm so hard. That's why I'm so tough. That's you, right." It, Three people a day you get in my classroom. You can get Sergeant Hudson because I worked at the prison. You can get Sergeant Hudson from the military because I was a sergeant in the military. Or you can get uh, the teacher, or you can get that sheriff. whichever one you want, I can get. yeah it's up to you. <laughs> Whatever you it's want, it's up to you. But I would, I would much rather give you. I would much rather give you the guy that comes to do no harm to you. Right. And when we teach, and I and, and I say this, and I know you got something to say before we get off here. I, I say this, and uh, there was a parent. In my first high school, I taught it. She got a, she, she was really nasty with me. And that's what I said to her. I said, I don't have anything to combat about what you said because I was wrong for yelling at your son because he doesn't belong to me. I said, but this is what I will tell you. When you teach your children to disrespect the first person in their life that does not come to home them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but to instill in them good principles, good values, and good goals. You set a whole new people, standard. When they get out into the real world, not going to respect authority, and you might as well yep. go to Gen Z and get you a T-shirt and put his face yep. on it because that's exactly what you're about to do. Yep. And I told yep. a parent that last year, and her son died this year. I told a parent that last year, and I said, if you do not get out of that state of mind where right. can anybody tell your son nothing, right? You're teaching them to disrespect the first person that does not come to harm them. Teachers don't want to harm you. Right. Firefighters don't want to harm you. It, it, that's what we do. It's we. It's public service. When we stop te- when we teach our children she ain't gonna say that to you okay well somebody will and yeah oh don't, not-
0: don't get me wrong i will i will go to the school and act real fool <laughs> when we got in that car
1: <laughs> on the way home
0: right i'm gonna punch you in the face got me up here acting fooling you and you probably did what the lady said <laughs> yeah, you said it yep Yep. You probably done did what that woman said you did. You probably said, uh-uh, Mom, quick, I don't want to hit. You know, that's a whole other situation. Yep. Because you know your child. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know your child, so and you don't want them to become that. You don't want them to think that it's all right, and now, now just because I don't went up here and did this, but you still gonna get showings too now because oh, no I know you. I, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no just her because she ain't gonna talk to my child like that. No, 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 no. And, and then we gonna go and talk about how I I told her off. No, 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 no. When I finished, set her straight. When we get in the car. Yes. I'm going to come deal with you. cause Now you got me on. up here acting fool, and You probably did whatever that woman said you did or said whatever that woman said you said. And you ain't going to be out here embarrassing me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. No, ma'am. And that's another thing. We have to, like, the whole... I know when I was coming up, it was the whole what goes on in the house stays in the house. Okay, no. No. Because if you are teaching them how to be disrespectful in the house they're gonna come outside the house and be disrespectful yes ma'am you know what i'm saying you sowed the seed yes, yeah ma'am. you planting that seed like yes, you, you need to check them you need to check them they need to understand look we're not friends we're not friends i'm still no. your mama you know what i'm saying like my daughter asked me the other day so can i call you keisha i said what i ain't even <laughs> understand that like what's your girl like I wish you would. I'm
1: going to put you in your face.
0: <laughs> I put you in your <laughs> you know I'll put you in your trachea. You know what I'm saying? i you in your face. I just think, uh-uh, you need to stop thinking. That's where you messed up. Don't think, yeah. don't think. Well, I'm going to ask you this, I and then played. then we're going to close out, but I do want to know this. So, how do you, because that's a lot. You guys take on a lot. You got all these different kids, all these different personalities, all these different issues, you know, all this difference. How do you take it off? And just be, be you. How do you digress? How do you, because I remember when I was on the trail as a drill sergeant, I noticed that, you know, you, you with them kids, 20, day, 20 hours out the day, you hollering, you screaming, you know, little Johnny don't want to listen. And, you know, we, you know, drill sergeants, we be a little crazy,
1: yeah, that right? Yeah, was, that was it. Yes, Yeah,
0: you know I'm saying, and then, you know. You get home and you still in that mode, and you just have to. So I know what I had, because my kids was like, okay, uh, are you crazy? Because something is not right with you. You have been possessed. And so I had to say, okay, I can't go home and be Drill Sergeant Griffin or Senior Drill Sergeant Griffin. So what I need to figure out how to do it. So what I would do was I would, uh, you know, take a ride around, no listen to no music, and then when I pulled in the driveway – I will put my hat on the dashboard and leave it in the car because you know, you know they say the hat do something to
1: you. Yes, it does, y'all. And was- so I
0: would have to put my hat and leave it in the car. So when I walked in, I was just mommy, mm-hmm. and it helped a lot, you know. But I had to leave that hat in the car, like I I had to. Even when we were going places as a family in civilian clothes. I found, leaving the hat, so now I'm leaving the hat in the car, so I'm I'm going places and the hat is sitting in the visor and I'm rolling down the window yelling at soldiers that's doing the wrong thing, so it was like, okay, when we go out, now I got to take the hat and put it somewhere else because I'm still mommy and I need to let the soldiers be goofy, you know what I'm saying, because they trying to spend time with mommy, they don't want to be with senior drill sergeant crazy, you know what I'm saying, so how do you you know, take it all off and enjoy yourself.
1: Um, my mom was my mom has been my mom is working at the prison for 22 years, so my mom was one of those who couldn't turn it off, just like you're explaining. Uh, it's just she was a single mom, so she had to be. Um, how I take it off is every day. Well, one one through prayer. Number one is prayer. Um, number two, I have to I have to I have to understand that. What I'm going through, I was designed for.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: was this was a calling. This is not That's something not, I. This your purpose.
0: You're yeah. walking your purpose.
1: This was a call. I'll teach for the rest of my life. Now I'm going to get rich doing a lot of things, but I'll never, I'll never, I'll never be done teaching. And so, what I did, what I have realized is that I'll never take this off. This calling will never come off of me. Um, I have a way of internalizing mm-hmm. through the, these five years I've been teaching. I've realized I have a way of internalizing hurt. And I can dis- disintegrate and get rid of it, and it doesn't affect me anymore. Okay. And so, um, uh, when 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 I'm when I have when I have a rough day now, if I just want to just digress, I, I just meditate. I, I need to get my mind at ease. Right.
0: Right. And reading find your center, find your center, baby, because yep. you ain't no good to nobody else if you you got all that junk going on up
1: yep. in yep. there. Yep. And I read, I read, and I study, and when I read and study it gives me and the man upstairs an opportunity mm-hmm. to really have some deep conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like uh, in the book, Night, Ellie Wiesel says, you only get the real answers. You get real answers when you ask real questions. Mm-hmm. And you, we, I have to put my kids in positions and myself in positions where the environment is conducive right. for me to get those real answers, right. real mm-hmm. questions I want mm-hmm. about how to deal with this stuff. And so every day, every day is a new day. And so that's how I really find my center. I find my center just reading, studying, um, and preparing my lesson for the next day. Um, And I'll probably do that for the rest of my life. I mean, you do
0: (laughs) stuff. You do stuff for fun, right? You you like?
1: I do. I love to go out. I love to go out. I
0: love to have. I like to hang out and party.
1: That is so me. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Hudson want
0: to see me turn up because i'm on top of the bar i'm on top of the oh <laughs> not on top of the bar mr Girl, Look, did you I see love- mr. <laughs> love on the Henson. shade room <laughs> dancing love-
1: on the bar <laughs> my key is no and i i sing so i love to sing and and that's and that's that's another how i love to sing i'm doing i'm gonna do karaoke then i the gym i love to sing but
0: oh me um, too i can't but i love karaoke baby i will do me some karaoke till my head is pounding
1: we we they we gotta do it, Miss Kitchen. We gotta link up. We definitely. Oh yeah, link
0: up. I'm I'm coming to Fayetteville because you know that's why I goes to get my hair done too. I come to Fayetteville. Wait, <laughs> listen. You
1: gotta. I to right for myself, so you gotta come.
0: The room. Yes, come I'm I'm coming. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna let you know next time I'm be in town. Okay. Yes, you know, you know, I mean. my kids be telling people that's where they from. You know they army brats, and we lived in um we lived in Sanford for ten years. Okay. And so my kids always say when people ask them where they're from, they I'm from Fairview. You are not from Fairview. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to tell them now, I, I, okay, you know, I mean, who am I? I'm just a parent, you know. You from Fairview? You from Fairview? I'm I'm from the 910. 2-6, no. that's what he said. I'm going to 2-6. Okay, 91. all right. No, baby. If you say so, I mean, if that's the story we're telling, hey, I, who am I to say that you are not from Fayetteville? Okay. Absolutely. But thank you so much, Mr. It Hudson. I can't pleasure. wait to meet you in person.
1: It has been a pleasure. Um, yes, for thank the rest you of the so world. much. Thank You're you for your
0: addition. openness and your truthfulness and just your passion about what you do with and for our children, because it is very important. Like you said, we are planting seeds. We are building a, for a future harvest, you know, because we're not going to always be around. So what we are preparing them for is the times when, you know, they're sitting in the positions where we are now. So uh, thank you so much for what you do. God bless thank you, you for me. how <laughs> you do it. Thank you for taking care of you in order for you to do it. Absolutely. Smoochers love you much.
1: All right, right, good
0: people. So this is the end of this episode. Oh, my God. So many great nuggets were dropped. I really, really hope. If you have some friends out there who have school-age children, please, please, please share this episode Um, again. We wanna support our educators. We want to make sure that we are doing our part as a community and as a village, as Mr. Hudson pointed out. It takes a lot, even just to be the village, but it's important that we decide as a whole to take the first step. So so let's do what we have to do. Um, Let's do our part. Share, share, share. Make sure you're liking my YouTube page and my Facebook page and share, 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 share. Don't hog the information. Don't be the smartest one on your block, okay? Um, Again, thank you, Mr. Hudson, for sharing with us, and um, thank you, Aaron, for uh, proposing Mr. Hudson to come on. These two young men are dynamic, are dynamic, Um, and it is just such a blessing to have them in my circle, and I'm so, so proud of them. Um, So next week, we're going to end off with uh, Ode to mental health. So, we're going to um, kind of bring things down a little bit because mental health definitely plays a, a very, very big part in educators and what they do. And us as parents and us as the village, like we, like I asked Mr. Hudson, how do you take care of you? Because we're no good to the next person, to anyone, if we're not good ourselves. So, I definitely, definitely want to um, dedicate one episode to mental health awareness remember if you cannot find someone to talk to please 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 Um, there are resources out there use the resources if you get depressed you know there's always someone out there who will listen and who will help you get up from that bad situation so please 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 mama sir never feel like you're alone um so guys um, I would like to say farewell, my friends. First, before I say farewell, let me slow down. Look, I'm all hyped now. Now I'm gonna be home. I'm like ah doing things and stuff when I get home because my adrenaline's all going and whoop whoop whoop. So uh first giving honor to God for this me walking in my purpose and him choosing me to do it so um i just thank him for everything that he's brought me through to this point and for the courage and grace that he gives me every day and to my brass mill family these guys are awesome we are moving and shaking over here and if you're in the bell camp area this saturday we will be having a business pop-up over here at the brass mill campus um just come because i don't remember what time it is so or just check my facebook page for ten to four that's what i said ten to four and we got like 26 almost 30 vendors so i'm i'm betting you can find something and you can pre-order my Journal, and i'll be there with my sea moss you know i'm just you know i'm a serial hustler so don't worry about it okay so but if you're for real for real if you're in the um brass mill area i mean the bell camp area definitely 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 come check us out come check out the vendors come see what we got going on um and we just want to see your smiling face um and on that note, good people, good night, God bless, and smooching!